calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. How are you? Oh, you know, just enjoying the snow falling outside. You're enjoying it? No, I'm being Mm. facetious. But maybe Uh, if I think about it positively, I'll be happy about it. That's a cute little insight. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. Thanks. I'm an evolved human, so whatever. Um, yeah, I feel the exact opposite. I hate it and I will not the pretend that I don't. (laughs) Yesterday when we were driving Yeah, when we're driving back, I'm like, I hope we have a green Christmas. Like I knew. Oh, shoot. You're that person. You're that person. I fucking hate the snow. Like, it's annoying. Mm -hmm. It's just annoying, you know? Oh, hi, Ruby. I love you. I miss you so much. Where is she? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, what is up with you in the world of, like, books? What people are actually tuning in for? (laughs) Maybe. That book is so fucking long that I'm reading the guest list and everybody knows I'm a slow ass reader so I'm still reading that yes but I started listening to the first to die at the end and we have two new characters two new ones wait Mm -hmm. is um Mateo and Rufus in it Mm -mm. oh because they dead not wait no they're alive not that I know of yet I've just met two new characters what are their names somebody I can't tell names you. names that I don't remember. Already. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you didn't want to give it away or if you could not remember. <laughs> the one of them, it sounds like a love story. It's going to be a love story. These people, one of them is like chronically ill or like terminally ill. So it's like oh. the first to die at the oh. end. Like who's going to die first, essentially. Oh, no. It sounds heartbreaking. It, it, it's going to be, I think. Yeah, I literally just started listening to that this morning while I was vacuuming. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. That reminds me of that book um, that I read, You've Reached Sam. 
where just you know it's gonna be heartbreaking the entire fucking thing and you're just like crying the entire time but you're still reading it (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're like i'm doing this to myself but i've got to Mm -hmm. I'm going to also blame Ashley and Jess um, for my lack of reading because I'm obsessed with Wednesday. Oh no, you started watching it. <laughs> yes. Yes. What episode are you on? Like f- three? Three? I fell asleep watching three last night. Episode and three. It's good. It's good. It's good, but like you can tell, like it's obviously for younger people. And I sometimes oh. at points I'm like, Am I feel like I'm a 33 year old lady watching this is kind of strange, but like, Interesting. whatever, I'm just going for it. Like, it's probably for like late teens, early 20s, like that kind of era. But let's be honest, that's still us. We're still that old. Honestly, <laughs> truly. In my heart, in my heart, <laughs> in my heart. Like, yeah, I'm out every weekend partying. No, not that. Except for, you know what I don't understand? You know that TikTok where you're on a boat and it's the song happening okay do you know what i'm talking about because i don't definitely get it i don't fucking get it (laughs) i don't definitely don't know what you're talking about but i'm just gonna pretend yeah i totally all right right. what about you any gen z out there please explain to me what the fuck the boat tiktok means (laughs) tell me what's going on in your world mafioso oh yes i am part of the mafia um, 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 um we played a work game that's where that's coming from it's kind of funny marty died immediately and he was the doctor ha ha okay anyway i am reading i finished reading that book that i was reading um the things we do in the dark mm-hmm. and it was pretty dang good it wasn't like best ever but it was a good read you know what i mean i didn't want to put it down at any point but like the twist was so 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 Right. You're like, yeah, I'd suggest that to, if you're looking for a thriller, read it. Yeah. Yeah. Read it. But like, also don't read it thinking that it's the best ever. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I finished that. And then I started reading a book called, I don't know if it's been on your radar. It's been on my radar for a bit, but it's called Say, Say, Say. You can probably yes. see a picture of the cover. It's just picturing like- the cover right now. Yeah. So it's, um, just like a it's like only like I think it was only like 1.9 hours like it's a short little book so I was like this is great like just read it but it's really um I'm already like too far in to abandon it you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I'll be done Mm -hmm. soon Mm -hmm. but it's not it's weird yeah okay okay weird yeah, I feel like it's it's almost got like a like it's less about the story and more about the main character and it's kind of like journal like it's a lot of her in interior thoughts and it's she I don't really love her I don't know it's just like whatever Mm -hmm. you're not jiving you're not jiving Mm -hmm. I'm not jiving with the author's writing style but that's okay I'm still gonna give it a shot well yeah you gotta get those I gotta find those tiny books so that I can get my good reads (laughs) That's me too. I've got to read like I think I've got to read like four more books. So oh, and Same. I'm also I'm also listening to my sister's keeper because I'm trying to get in another book. Oh yes, 
Love yeah. that for you. How is that Jody Picoult book going for you? Well, I, now that I'm not thinking that it's Jojo Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong person. Oh, fuck. It's actually pretty good, but it's triggering me a little bit. So I took a little tiny break this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm also catching up on all my podcasts. I've been so Tell busy. Me. Tell me everything. Fucking something was wrong. Was there a new episode? There, I missed two. I missed the last oh, two weeks, so I caught okay. up. Yeah, so I'm like, I see. Because now there's the new girl. There's another girl. The, there's new people, lots of new girls telling their stories. Did I miss an episode? See, now that I've got the Wondery Plus, it mm. like we get that episode. Like, yeah, before. Yeah, week before. So yeah. I never know if it's a new one or what. Mine like after. The- oh, I didn't listen to that one. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good afternoon. Listen for you. You'll like that. It's fucking crazy. Maybe I need to clean my house. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yes, you do. I'm going to clean the bathroom after this. But the girl, the girl. Yeah. The girl, the one, the latest one who made the Instagram account with Mimi. Mm -hmm. Sarah. Yeah. Yes. She sounds so fucking smart and in tune with herself and like intuitive and the way that she's speaking about it all you can tell that she's like how did I even get Mm -hmm. involved and I'm like this is fucked (laughs) Mm -hmm. because he's a master manipulator narcissist egotistical fucking sociopath ah stiff trout (laughs) yeah he is speaking of stiff trouts hey I've got some new people too (laughs) 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 just kidding just kidding. They're all cool. They're all hey, cool. Stiff trouts. What? Hey, what's you want to be a stiff trout or you want to be a twat? You choose. <laughs> you choose. Or a book, a foot club, babe. There's a only three club. options. No oh. book club, babes, or no book clubs need not apply. I think I would be a twat out of all of those options. I want to say I'd be the stiff trout, but probably end up being the twat. <laughs> no foot club, babe, on the table. Nope, it's not even an option. If I took my sock off in front of somebody, I don't think anybody's ever seen my feet. I've seen your toes. I remember when you never painted seen them it. that blue color. No, never <laughs> yeah. seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen your toes. I've seen your feet. I took pictures of them. I took pictures and I put them on I want to cut. I want to cut. <laughs> At least give me a cut. Well, on. now I'm in debt. I owe money. <laughs> <laughs> what? How does that work? My feet are immaculate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They are not. They're like fucking hoofs. Cliffhangers. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, anyway, I've I've made so many satanic sacrifices this year. I'm literally becoming a goat. So you are the goat. Greatest of all time. Okay. No. No. Hey, tell us about our new babes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Hello to Caitlin. We've got an imposter. Imposter. How does she spell her name? Almost close, but not quite. K-A-I-T-L-Y-N. Only one N. Yeah, only one N. No, sorry. (laughs) So hello, Caitlin, Jacob, Chloe, and Amanda. Hello. (gasps) Welcome to the pod. (laughs) 
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. All right. We're reading How the Penguins Save Veronica by Hazel Pryor. This is week two. And we're reading chapters 15 to 29. Hell yeah, we are. And I guess I'll start. Okay. Do that. Are you ready? ready? I'm listening. Got my listening ears on. Oh, Oh. perfect. Okay. Chapter 15. We were with our Granny V and we're on Locket Island. So. Oh, gosh. All the way back. It's always so shocking when we have I know. to go all the way back. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it is. Okay. So the walk back, because remember, the ship is still there right now. So mm-hmm, she could get mm-hmm. back on the boat, right? So the walk back is slow due to Veronica's cane getting stuck and her need, with air quotes, to sit down on the mm-hmm. way back. So she's just taking her sweet ass time because she is hoping that boat will leave. Um, speaking of which, they all watched the ship leave together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, our... <laughs> yeah. Veronica's like, oh, no. Um, so and all of the scientists are less than thrilled about this. So they get back to their little, like, base. And Terry offers um her room to Veronica. So, like, Terry coming through. She's the real MVP here. Um, and Veronica's suspicions are confirmed that they never planned for her to stay because they didn't have a room made up for her, right? Um, so now we meet Mike, who is the third scientist, and mm-hmm. him and Veronica have a little bit of an arch nemesis going on. They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, he doesn't like Veronica, and Veronica knows this, so she's like, nah, fuck you, yeah. Mike, or Mark, or whatever she called him. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Um, something like one that. of the two. So then Veronica notes that Terry lightens the atmosphere and seems to have this effect on people, which I just love about Terry. That seems really nice. Um, and while Veronica and Terry do the dishes together, 
So Terry tells Veronica a little bit more about Dietrich, who is in charge of the whole penguin expedition. Um, and we learn that he has a wife and three kids and he lives in and it is from Austria. We also learned that Mike has a girlfriend. Um, Veronica asked Terry if she is, quote, attached to anyone, which is like the cutest way to ask that. Um, and she is not. Also, Veronica keeps closing all the doors again. So mm-hmm. this is like a weird thing that she's got going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you she's feel about closed doors? Do you close your doors? No. 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 Does Justin? Yes. No. He's a door closer? No, not really. Not anymore. But he's a door locker. He's a locker. So, like, I can't ever sneak in the bathroom while he's in there. Oh. Showering. (laughs) Oh, showering. Okay. I don't want to be in there while he's doing his (laughs) stuff. I have to unlock the door if I want to get into the bathroom while he's showering. With, like, a toothpick through the knob. You're like, I just need my toothbrush. I just need yeah. to see if you're peeing or pooping. <laughs> yeah. Hello. What are you doing there? Hey, anyway. Um, so Veronica goes to bed. She's While she's in bed, she's thinking about her day. And she's absolutely delighted by her experience with seeing the penguins. Um, she's sure she wants to leave her money to them now. Like she knows for sure. Um, And she's excited that she is finally doing something, like, with her life. Like, she's finally having an adventure. Um, The three scientists are discussing Veronica, and she can hear because they're in a little tiny cabin-esque thing. Um, She's got her hearing aids out, though, so she can only hear snippets. But what she does hear is that Mike is really angry and he finds Veronica manipulative and rude. And he says that they won't even see the money until she dies, which could be like 10 years from now. And by then the project will be over. So that's a little bit, that's a little bit much. And then Tell Mike. That's how you and, really feel, Mike. Jeez. Right? Hmm. And Mike and what is it? Dietrich? Dietrich. Dietrich? Dietrich. Mike and Dietrich want to send Veronica away, but Terry wants to just give her a little longer. Mm-hmm. Terry. Go, Terry. Terry. Go, Terry. Terry's penguin bog. All right. We're with Patrick. He's at the Bolton Job Center. And he's like, I mean, I could get a job, but that won't happen because <laughs> I got to jump through all these hoops and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no wonder people always leech off the state. It's so hard to get a job. It's crazy. It's oh crazy my. that there are people like that. Oh, yes, there are people like I, that. Well, yes. It's yeah. just, I don't know. Wouldn't it feel weird not having a job? Yeah. I like, he's assume. got that once a week thing, but, like, yeah, that's not Come fulfilling. On. I don't know. No. I don't know. Who am I to speak to yeah. someone else? Yeah. So then he's like, well, this isn't going well. I better go see my weed plants. Weedle Dee and Weedle Dum pay them a visit. When he gets back, there's a parcel with tons of stamps on it. And it's for him. Of course, his first thought is, Lynette, is that you? (laughs) And he (laughs) can tell that it's not her handwriting, but maybe she got the builder boyfriend to write it for her. Like he's... (laughs) He says he's moved on, but he is, he's holding on. He is not. Although I will give him like a little bit of slack 
to be with someone for like four years and I then guess. suddenly have yeah. them automatically with somebody else would suck. That yes. would suck. I would yeah. be butthurt about that. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty loose butthole what she did. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. When he opens it up, it's a box with a lock. Um, and he's like, this is weird. But then, of course, Eileen is the one who sent it. And she tells him that Mrs. McCready asked me to send this. Um, but you can't open it until you get the code. So don't try opening it. Um, this makes Patrick think that maybe Granny should be under lock and key. Um, he's wondering, obviously, what it is. And then he starts thinking that he wish he had found, had found out more about his Granny before she left. And then he thinks, like, I could saw it open. Like, nothing's holding me back from, like, opening it. But then he decides to actually listen to Eileen's like warning or not warning but like instructions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. he's gonna listen to granny v which is what he's calling her now um and i'm like oh i'm sure veronica loves that or sorry (laughs) mccready will love that um and then he wonders how she is how she's doing in antarctica with on Locket Island, and then he shoves the box under his bed to forget about it. Interesting, a little change, change it going is on. A little with change, and also, don't you think Eileen's character is like the best? Like she's yes. so nosy, but mm-hmm. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like, she's just super lovable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, back to Granny V, although. Veronica on Lockett Island. Um, so Veronica is invited to their breakfast and she can sense unexpressed resentment towards her at the table, which would suck. Like she doesn't seem to be too phased by it, but I feel like I'd be like, well, I gotta go. <laughs> Looks like I gotta go now. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells them she'd like to pay more than she originally suggested in her email for her accommodations, which has them like, what? Uh, she then tells Terry that she's thinking about her quote doodah, which I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and Terry sounds like Terry was too. Like my what? Sorry, <laughs> you you know your doodah, yeah, <laughs> AKA her blog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and she has decided that she will allow Terry to feature her on her doodah. And Terry's like, "Oh, that doodah, <laughs> too not the other doodah." <laughs> I've been thinking about your doodah lately. <laughs> you should just say that to one of your coworkers and see what they say. You know, your doodah. You know, your doodah. Um, so Terry is very excited and she says that it will, quote, provide that human interest angle that's lacking at the moment, end quote. Um, and for whatever reason, this whole thing sort of makes her- Veronica having given more money and allowing the blog feature makes her feel victorious over Mike. Like, she's got a one-up. Mm-hmm. They, Her and Terry go out together, and they monitor the penguins, and there's, like, a metal armband that we find out on how we track the penguins, and it goes over their flippers, and it does not impede their swimming abilities or anything else, which was super good to hear. I love that part. Um, it gets kind of sounds like they just get a sick bracelet. 
yeah they're like look check out my arm bandy <laughs> yeah i'm like cool. i'm cool you don't bitch. got one you the worst you yeah you they don't cool. care about you <laughs> you looks like nobody no cares about you <laughs> imagine that's what penguin penguin said to each other they don't care about you go die bye okay see ya so veronica learns that terry doesn't like crowds um and much prefers many penguins which veronica feels too so they're relating in that way um and (laughs) veronica says this was funny actually she admits to terry that she also doesn't like quote humans on humans and how do you say en on n humans and mass either lots of humans yes Mm -hmm. um but that she also doesn't like them individually either (laughs) i just hate everybody she's just not really you know here for for people i'm on her level honestly i know i know i know i agree i do agree um veronica and terry are having the greatest time with the penguins it's adorable veronica's living it up but suddenly a penguin goes after Veronica's leg and her second favorite handbag, which oh, is now no. ruined. No. <laughs> At least it wasn't her first favorite handbag. But her second favorite handbag. Her second favorite. Oh, oh my no. God. So her handbag is ruined. She gets a bruise, I think. Um, Veronica tells Terry that everyone takes an immediate dislike to her because of the penguin incident and all the scientists. And Terry is too honest to deny this. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, I just oh. love it. I just oh, love it. Terry. Thank not you, her Terry. second favorite handbag. Not my second favorite. Not my fuchsia handbag with the gold trim. No. <gasps> okay. They're back at the little shelter building cabin thingy. And Terry is fussing about with Veronica's leg. Um, and all Veronica can think about is, would you close the damn door? <laughs> um, she's like, I'm fine. Like, leave me alone. I'm going to go rest. You go back to work because she hates it when people are fussing about her. Mm-hmm. Um, once she's alone, she just starts spiraling. She's thinking like, this is a disaster. They don't even want me here. And now the penguins don't want me here either. Those ungrateful little birds like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> I've gone <laughs> off the penguins is what she's saying. <laughs> and then she's even gone so far to think that there, she's sure that there's other causes that are worth her money and her legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's informed that she has an email so she sits down with a nice cup of tea and this brings her back to life it's although the cups of tea are not nice Mm -mm, no no but her she she brought her own tea which respect (laughs) i understand (laughs) um so this cup of tea brings her back to life and it's um an email emails from um eileen sorry and she's saying i got the emails from d Dietrich and a bloke named Terry. <laughs> they still think <laughs> Terry's a man. Um, she's wondering how her corns are and how the penguins are and if she's dressed warm enough. So she's like, ew. I'm worrying about you. <laughs> also, ew. Ew. Don't talk it's about my corns. Corns, corns <laughs> on my feet. I've got the corns right I've on got my feet. the corns. <laughs> Worse. 
she Eileen fills her in about the weather back home apparently it still sucks and she's very bored without her and she's like write me back please and thanks for the cookies um when Mike and Dietrich arrive back from their work of course um Veronica launches right into that she was attacked um (laughs) and Mike doesn't care and he's like yeah they're wild what do you expect um you signed up for this bitch (laughs) exactly um and he's like you know you can still leave if you want like I'll radio the crisis management team right now and um she's like fine whatever and he's like okay fine I'll look into it right away I gotta get you gotta get you out of here this isn't a cushy place huh Veronica like I tried (laughs) to tell you like he's trying to be like tried to tell you this is like whatever have a good trip back like go he's do given something. her an i told her so and i told her so <laughs> i told her so um and then of course this gets veronica's back up and she says who said i was leaving <laughs> she was she informs him that she was simply weighing her options and she's decided that she's staying whether he likes it or not spicy mm-hmm. veronica's spicy mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to go look at the penguins by yourself. I, uh, the penguins by myself, sorry. Um, I don't want to get in anybody's way. She's like trying to be like a better guest, I guess. I don't know, like whatever. And then I feel like she's just trying to be an independent woman. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. She's like, I don't need nobody. Yeah. Here. I'm here. Like, whatever. I don't whatever. Uh huh. I just want to see the penguins um and then they let her know that if she's gonna stay then they need she needs to play by their rules which then veronica glares at them and she says i can out glare anybody so like (laughs) keep glaring um we get a little entry from terry's penguin blog and she introduces veronica and what she's been learning um everything's very positive despite the earlier tension um of course um and yeah just that's the latest entry okay okay are you are you ready that's my new favorite thing that's (laughs) not my new favorite thing new not new it's not new (laughs) not new (laughs) okay so back to patrick in bolton patrick has received an email from quote some guy named terry (laughs) <laughs> they they all think Poor Terry is yeah I know uh letting him know what Veronica or rather that Veronica is all right and also sends a link to the blog so he's shocked at the photo that he sees on the blog of Veronica and she is smiling plus she's also got her signature handbag and red lipstick on which I was like that's commitment wearing mm-hmm. red lipstick in the arctic Arctic? like yeah yeah get it um he regrets how the first meeting went with granny v because he was too focused on himself even though he still blames lynette for that (laughs) come on patrick come on and he thought that the second meeting went better because he wasn't thinking of himself so we're seeing a little bit of self-awareness in patrick which is like could be some redemption maybe 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 maybe. um he's wondering what granny v is like and he's also wondering what his dad who is the missing link essentially what he would have been like too 
So Patrick wants to see if he can look his dad up on the internet and potentially track people down who knew him. And he thinks that Veronica would probably be interested in this too. Um, suddenly his interest in Verona's, Veronica's history has peaked. I feel like for so long he saw his dad as this like negative figure in his life. Yeah. But now that Ver- Veronica's come about, right? Like it's kind of like this interesting and it would be very shocking. I think this would all be very shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eileen calls Patrick. She tells him about the bite that Veronica suffered from a penguin. And oh, no. he asks, and she also asks him if he's opened the box. <laughs> um, She tells him she read an article in the paper about old people and loneliness leading to an increased risk of dementia. And that's why she's so relieved that Veronica has Patrick now and the man, Terry, (laughs) and penguins. (laughs) Good old Terry. Yeah. So Eileen is just, like, super nosy. But also, she you can tell she loved Veronica. Obviously, yes. Okay. Um, Dietrich is mentioning to Mrs. McCready that all this fresh air seems to be doing you very well um and she is surprised by Dietrich's support and is giving him the benefit of the doubt now but as for oh, Mike he's not oh mm-hmm, Mike. Mm-hmm. but as for Mike she realizes that he'd leave her in the cold if he could but that's not the first time that that would have happened to her in her life which is like hmm who left We're you out in the cold slowly, I know yes, she's slowly yep. being a little opening up mm-hmm. Um, and Mike is leaving all the doors open on purpose. (laughs) That's funny. On their outing today, Veronica and Terry get to chatting. Um, she uh, tells Terry, I guess you don't care much about fashion, do you? (laughs) (laughs) So rude. Honestly. Of course, that doesn't really phase Terry because she's like, who cares when you get to work with penguins? Um, slash she's in the literal arctic exactly like leave me alone i'm trying to Why survive would she care about what she looks like mm-hmm. no. um <laughs> of course veronica has something to say back but she doesn't she keeps her mouth shut and um commends her on her sense of purpose like terry's sense of purpose Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Terry has always loved birds and she was like, I, my friends must have thought I was a bore. And Veronica's like, well, at least you had friends. So that's another Ooh. like insight into Veronica. We find out that Terry got her master's in wildlife conservation and Granny V remarks that um, if you're interested in something these days, you can go ahead and do it. Um, We didn't have that opportunity when she was a young woman. Um, The author does a very good job of describing the landscape and like the sunsets and the sunrises at this point. And it sounds beautiful. Um, It really does. Yeah, it does um veronica's delight has returned and today she watched a, a chick hatch oh that yeah. was so cute yes she's glad that she didn't leave um and 
she's like, it sure beats hanging out with Eileen. So, (laughs) (laughs) and she's now feeling like she's not holding anyone back while she watches, she's watching that Terry is still getting all of her work done and and that kind of thing. So she's feeling a lot better now. Um, Terry asks her why she's not leaving the money or why she's leaving the money to the penguins and not Patrick. Valid question. Honestly, um and she's like oh fuck i don't want to talk about this but she explains to him explains to her that she doesn't veronica doesn't see him as family at this point and because they only met a few months ago and it was a quite unpleasant experience he's a lost cause because he's on drugs (laughs) (laughs) oh no i guess we're lost causes (laughs) we lost cause sorry so between good. the antidepressants and <laughs> we're lost everything going. else goodbye we, donuts for us. dinner you know donuts for dinner really smart choices in life obviously mm-hmm. i eat cheese for dinner so it's fine hell yeah girlfriend mm. oh my butt's my butt is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad over here you're, you're perfect i love you <laughs> two days in a row with cheese it's not good over here but that's a choice you've committed it, was, it is what it is i made the choice i did it is. and i'm living with the consequences okay oh um terry of course instead of just taking that at face value pushes back and says why is he a lost cause maybe there's a reason that he turned to drugs which gets veronica thinking a little bit um she's like hmm maybe but also i don't really consider other people so don't care <laughs> And then Terry tells her that, you know, cannabis isn't that bad. And that just horrifies Veronica. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's, not, she's not sure about that. The horror. I know. The devil's lettuce. Back to Patrick. So Eileen calls Patrick. She's gotten another email and a letter from Veronica. Apparently, the penguins are having children. <laughs> I just love how that was explained. That's so funny. Okay. Penguins are fornicating. They're fornicating. She tells him that he's received an email and she'll wait while he checks it. (laughs) This is what I mean, Eileen. It's just so funny. Oh, Eileen. And it's a short, it's a very short email, which is just numbers. Um, He opens the box and notes that there are journals inside the first one is dated 1940 and he feels like he's in for some time travel okay so the first entry that he reads is obviously from veronica's perspective and she's talking about sort of her appearance and her fashion and she's also talking about the hindrance of the box on a string she has to carry with her which is a gas mask because she is in the middle of a war (laughs) Oh, and I have to say, I was not expecting like a historical fiction aspect to this book, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying the diary entries. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just like sprinkled in there. It's just a touch. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't know. It's like, and after we've like been like, what's her issue? Like, come on, we need to know. Women are talking about, she, so in this entry, she's also walking downtown and women are talking about their meat rations. And we learned that this is the thick of wartime. Her father tells her that she has to go live in the country. I paraphrased a lot here. There was like a lot that happened, but I'm not going to talk about all of that. 
because we've all read the fucking book. <laughs> you heard it here, Lance. Yeah, I heard it here, Lance. So they can't, the mom and dad can't come because they have work to do. We find out that her mother has been trained to drive ambulances and her father is an air raid precautions warden. That's what my nanny did in the war. She drove ambulance. She was British. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, are you serious? Mm-hmm. That was what <laughs> my nanny did. Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I had no idea on your mom's side or your dad's side. My dad's side. And then my they met in over there during the war. My poppy met my nanny. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your nanny is a badass. It's pretty much yes. what you're saying. Yes, yes. she yes. was. Yeah. Good old Blanche. <laughs> I just love her name is Blanche. It's awesome. That's very cool. She does sound yeah. like a badass. She was. Yeah. Hell yeah. She couldn't okay. cook. She couldn't cook to save her life. I remember just the stories that my dad would tell about her. Like, Me too, was, though. Yeah. yeah. Is like she saying, one of us? Is she? One I think of she might have been. Yeah, she would have been. She was Do you lovely. think she had any tattoos? No, I don't know. She didn't have any tattoos. Sorry. Sorry. All right. This still, sorry, still Nanny. a little, yeah, still too much. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. My grandma used to say the tattoos were for um, sailors and hookers. <laughs> well, <laughs> sex workers. Thanks. <laughs> true. True. But those were my grandma's words, not mine. That's exactly. Exactly. Okay. So they're sending Veronica to go and live with her Aunt Margaret, and she'll only be there on weekends. Otherwise, she'll be at this, like, boarding school that is also in the country. Okay, so she's going to somewhere called Derby, and she's on the train there, and we find out a little more about this locket that she keeps mentioning. So her dad gave it to her, and it used to be his mom's. His mom's name was Violet, so there's a V on it for Violet, but now it's for Veronica, which is kind of cute. Inside the locket, she put some hair from her parents, and I wrote that that was kind of gross, but later on it was not. Um, And she puts the hair in there thinking that she'll meet some girls at school and tell them that they're from some Romeos back home and she's deciding what she wants to pick or whatever. She's at the age where she's very boy crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Um, she's hoping that she'll meet some boys, but remembers Aunt M to be very prudish and probably not allow boys around. So she's not totally sure how this one's going to go. Um, now Veronica is at her new school. However, there are no boys there because it's an all-girls school, which totally bums her out. The girls don't want to befriend her, and they make fun of her, which really sucks. And I wrote, it's likely because they are jealous, because it sounds like Veronica was just, like, stunning and, like, kind of yes. going against the mm-hmm. grain. Like, she wasn't mm-hmm. really follow along with their fashion trends. She was doing, like, mm-hmm. what worked for her, and it made her gorgeous. She finally tells her mom and dad how unhappy she is, and they end up sourcing out some dance lessons for her on Saturdays, which is actually adorable and really excites her. So, there are no boys at her dance lessons. However, she does make a friend, and her friend's name is Queenie. And they are happily walking home together one day, and a man scolds them, being like, don't you know there's a war on? And Veronica observes that it's as if nobody is allowed to enjoy themselves anymore. Tough times, tough times. Tough times. Tough crowd. Tough crowd, tough crowd. Fuck, that's awful. Um, okay, so we're still with Patrick, and he is wondering why his um old trout face granny has let him into <laughs> her inner thoughts as a teenager, and they sound like two completely different people. 
Then we get back into some entries. Um, he finds a letter from her dad um, that was stuffed in between the pages. Um, sounds like she got some strawberry jam from Australia mm. from like a cousin. He's explaining like there's lots of war going on. Essentially, we're not sleeping very much and we're just hanging out in shelters. Blah, blah, blah. Also, your mom has learned how to make glycerin cake, which sounds awful. <laughs> what do you think it is? Like jelly cake? Yeah. Uh, I just keep thinking <laughs> soap. I'm like, yeah. soap cake, soap True, cake. Soap cake. It probably would have like the texture of soap, wouldn't it? Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like picturing it in like um a jello, like the bunt cake. Yeah, like a mold. Like, a mold. Yeah, the mold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. I'm going to make you some for your birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I can't wait. Nummy, <laughs> nummy. Okay. <laughs> Then we've got a journal entry from October 4th, 1940. She's saying dad is the best and like, thanks for the jam, but I can't eat any. She took like a fingerful, licked it, and she's like, I can't eat it. I got a plan. Um, So two days later, October 12th, she's chopped her hair off and she's staining her lips with beetroot juice. And she's made a friend with her jam. And her name is Janet. And... She owns a farm and that's where she's getting the beetroot juice from. Um, she made a friend in trade for the strawberry jam. And um, we find out that with the new haircut and the lip stains, she's looking quite adult-like. So I think she's maybe developing a little bit quicker than the other girls, mm -hmm. which is probably mm -hmm. not helping her either. Like her social, her social yes. status? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, and then when she comes home for the weekend, her aunt is like, what have you done to yourself? I've been praying for you every night. And this is what happens. Um, and this obviously delights her inside. Um, October 20th, she gets to go to Janet's farm now instead of her aunt's house, which is giving her a feeling of even more freedom um janet's 16 year old brother harry picks them up and i mean there are some issues but he's not bad to look at he's he's okay he's I the guess. only boy he's the yes, only boy, only boy for miles yeah so she's like um oh, i could overlook i could overlook <laughs> yeah. all this it's fine yeah oh um of course because she seems a little bit more de developed. Um, he's checking her out, essentially. Um, we find out that she ends up helping at the farm and learns how to milk a cow, which is funny to her. She's laughing that you like how to milk a cow. And <laughs> at the end of that weekend, she ends up rescuing a piglet out of like a little like dip in the ground that it can't get out. She's like covered in mud. That's cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Harry's asking, this is another, I guess, a week later, October 28th. Oh my God. Justin's literally using a snowmobile in the backyard. <laughs> I can't hear it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> vroom, 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 vroom. first snow, he's like, gotta go. <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> um, so a week later, next week, when she's at the farm, Harry's inquiring what Veronica likes, but he doesn't really care. He just wants to show off his air model airplanes and says, want to hold my Spitfire? 
<laughs> and Veronica decides, nah, I like pigs more. So then she's noticing there's another girl that kind of like hangs around Janet and her name is Nora. And she's noticing that Nora has a little crush on Harry and is trying to impress him. Like, I'll hold your spitfire. No problem. Isn't this marvelous? Isn't it's this beautiful? Extraordinary. And then we end those the next day, literally the 29th of October. Um, we end this little section off of diary entries with I'll never be happy again. How can I go on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't write down any of the dates. So it's nice that oh, you did. Okay. No <laughs> then we have some track of where time is if it matters. Okay. Patrick. So Patrick can tell that in the diary, Veronica is really, really, really upset, but he cannot keep reading right now because he's got to go to that thing at Gab's. Yes. It turns out Patrick has been invited to Gab's house for dinner. Aww. So Patrick is wondering perhaps if Harry could be his grandfather um, because he would also like model airplanes. Like that's a thing that he might be into. So he's like searching for similarities. Like, could that be Grasping. me? I don't know. Yeah. 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 He's also thinking like, there's gotta be a reason why Veronica gave, like sent me these journals. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So Gav must think that Patrick is lonely because like I said, he's invited him over for dinner. So once he arrives at the house, Daisy, who is Gav's daughter, who I think is ill, right daisy's ill i think so yes but she seems very sweet so she opens the door and she introduces him to everyone including gav which is very funny and i love that (laughs) it's like a good bit (laughs) yeah have you met before no i know (laughs) never heard of you um she tells him that her mom and byroni are in the kitchen drinking wine and that byroni is very pretty and that patrick is very handsome so obviously we can all tell it's a setup. <laughs> it's a trap. So as they get to know Byroni, all Patrick can think about is Granny V's diary and how he wants to get back to reading it. He is not at the dinner with this pretty girl. He's like Mm-mm. 10 million miles away. Mm-mm. Veronica has gotten into his brain. Mm-hmm. And so Gab insists that Patrick walk Byroni home and they have some awkward chat like they're kind of getting to know one another um he ends up just like blurting out that he's been reading his grandmother's diaries and then asks her if his ears stick out so because <laughs> he's trying to like determine because harry's yeah. ears stick out yeah yeah yeah, oh my yeah. God. patrick just seems really fucking weird like yeah. just a big old weirdo <laughs> Um, he's wondering if he should make a move. Like, he doesn't know what to do. She kind of seems like maybe she'd be down with it. He also can't remember if he's wearing nice underwear or rather clean <laughs> underwear or not. <laughs> Which I actually hate. Oh, um, <laughs> but then he decides nah, and he's got to get back to those diaries. Gotta go see you. He's, yeah, he's so... He's just awkward. I mean, in his defense, though, they didn't tell him like they think this girl true. was going to be there. Right. They sprung it on him. They sprung it on. So then we get a Terry's Penguin blog and we learn that penguin couples have got their act together and that they are very cooperative parents in with one another. 
And Veronica even notes that they seem more organized than human couples, <laughs> which is very Veronica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're with Veronica back in the Ar- Antarctic. She has gotten an email from Eileen. It's like, you're looking good. The house is okay, but it's strange and empty without you. Veronica, of course, is wondering, why is she emailing emailing me, especially when there's nothing interesting to say? (laughs) Trash. (laughs) Goodbye. Honestly. Though she is wondering if Patrick is looking at the blog or has looked at the diaries yet. Interesting. Um, Veronica ends up helping Dietrich with some dinny, which is cute, and he expresses his concern for Terry <clears throat> and how, like, she doesn't have a partner to go back to. Everybody else has, like, you know, families and things and that kind of thing. And Veronica explains to Dietrich that you don't need to worry about her because her passion and commitment to the penguins is so strong. Like, you don't need to worry about her. And Dietrich says that he's happy that she has Veronica for company, which is nice. Um, And then as Dietrich is kind of, they're talking um, about like kind of like lifey things. It's kind of getting a little deep, but mostly just all from him. Um, He's saying like, you know, as we grow older, because they are the oldest two out of the bunch, obviously, um, we become less obsessed with ourselves. And silently, Veronica thinks, that's quite the reverse for me. <laughs> because she doesn't have anybody else, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of sad. All right. Veronica is getting ready for bed, and she overhears an argument happening in the lab. She goes to look for a book before bed. Because she's also trying to get some deeds, so she's not she's not just looking for a book. Yeah, she needs a <laughs> cup with it. She needs a cup for her yes. ear. Yes, she does. Um, and she ends up being an ear for Terry. Um, it turns out that Mike is the problem, which Veronica is not surprised about. <laughs> not surprised. So apparently, there are quote reasons for Mike being a bit funny to Veronica. End quote. And this is why. Terry explains to Veronica that there was a fourth scientist there and his name was Ryan. And he was really good at getting funding. That was kind of like his gimmick, his his role with the scientists. And they ended up getting a six-year grant, but then the grant was pulled and Ryan, he like he made some lies about like, oh, I'll get more money. And then what he ended up doing was leaving to go work for a quote cushy end quote other bird job what was he in iceland watching other birds or something like it wasn't birds or something like yeah yeah them or something yeah yeah so there's there's some bad blood there between ryan and mike so when veronica came around promising all this money mike obviously doesn't trust her because of what happened with ryan and because he loves because Mike loves the penguins so much he's got like an extra hate on for the potential that Veronica would say she's going to give money and then not which I get it so so since Veronica has already given them money Mike doesn't like being proved wrong so he's in a little pickle essentially Mm -hmm. here's another thing actually I forgot 
Dietrich has asked Terry to be the head of the Locket Island team in two months' time. Terry obviously said yes. And Mike is upset about this. And what he's doing, which would actually be so annoying, is that he suddenly started picking holes in every little thing that she does. Essentially, he's trying to prove to Dietrich that she's not competent to be the head, right? right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next day, a storm is coming. They need to wrap up their work for the day. They end up heading back to the camp. Veronica picks out a book and two days later, she's still reading her book because they're stuck in the camp and she the is worst. struggling. The worst. It's finally safe to go out. Everybody's like whooping it up. But Veronica, she refrains from the whooping and frolicking. Yeah. Um, why would you do it, that? So immature. Mm -mm, no whooping or frolicking. <laughs> Um, it seems like it's like a day of cleanup after the storm and Mike reports back that they are down a generator, which boo, and that they have to cut back their energy usage, which means that Veronica can, Veronica can only have four cups of tea a day, which she thinks he's picking on her, but he explains <laughs> that they're all making sac sacrifices, capiche, no more end of conversation. She gets to finally see the penguins again at long last, um, but she is devastated by the sight of all the corpses, the the penguins that didn't make it through the storm. I don't like um, that part. No. They observe, though, that the penguins keep living on, though, and the chicks are being um, born still and then Veronica is observing a small chick and it gets snatched up by some sort of bird and she's like let go you brute like that's the chick I was watching so I'm you can so see sorry. that she's very attached to the penguins yeah and doesn't really understand like the chain of nature kind of thing no. um Veronica or sorry Terry notices the change in Veronica's mood and she also mentions that, like, I've noticed that you don't really talk much about yourself and I'd like to know more about you. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, which then obviously Veronica does not like that. And she's thinking, like, ever since I read those journals, something's still inside me and it's stronger than ever. It feels like it's putting pressure on my organs and like poisoning me. So there's something in those journals that we get to find out. But could it also uh, be human emotion maybe maybe those emotions <laughs> damn you <laughs> um she thought that coming to antarctica would have been the cure um and she while she has enjoyed being among the penguins it's not enough and nothing will ever be enough she says to terry my life has been a huge waste and then she realizes that Terry has been so kind to her that she owes her an explanation and she starts to say it was the war but then she's like nah this is none of her business night night peace out bye <laughs> she's like ah, ah nothing. Uh, I was gonna uh, put that back in yeah exactly it wasn't the war turns out <laughs> bye was I talking I wasn't talking you're crazy yeah. shut up Terry yeah. <laughs> must have been the penguins talking <laughs> all right patrick pours himself a beer and digs right back into granny v's diaries so immediately 
this sucks. I was really bummed. I just wrote off back because it sucked. Her mom and dad have died in the war. Um, her aunt Margaret is so fucking rude, and the headmistress who tells her is also really rude. Like, they just mm-hmm. there's no get over it. There. They're like, yeah. it's the war. Yeah, it's yeah. the war. People die. Yeah, they're with God um, now. You should be happy. Like, I know. I know. I know. And her aunt Margaret even goes so far as to tell her that her crying is selfish like just brutal and so at that moment veronica decides to turn off all of her emotions forever so we're kind of seeing how she's become who she is see you later goodbye um we find out that janet and janet and farm and her family have been very kind to veronica since her parents have passed which is nice that she has that um one night she's sleeping over at the farm and she wakes up in the middle of the night and she opens up her locket and she takes her parents hair out of her locket it's very sweet and very Mm -hmm. sad um the weekends that she does have to go to her aunt's house she's able to go to dance class and she finds music to be a lifeline so she obviously very much appreciates music She's been spending a lot of time with Harry um, and has decided that maybe she does like him. She ends up meeting. He'll do. Yeah. One day when they're being picked up from school, it's not by Harry. It's by a guy named Giovanni, who is a prisoner of war, and he is from Italy. So we are introduced to a new little character, which is kind of exciting. So Harry and Veronica have planned a secret rendezvous into town together. And what they end up doing is they go and see a movie and he makes a move on Veronica, but she is disgusted by both his breath and his skin and denies him. (laughs) I know the face you're making is how I felt too. I was like, ew, 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 ew. I don't want to Yeah. <laughs> Not here for that. So suddenly, this sucks, and I'm so pissed that it happened, but suddenly Janet and Nora are no longer speaking to Veronica. She summarizes that Harry must have told them that she seduced him, and now everyone at school is calling her a whore. So that's cool. That really sucks. When she could use her friends the most, Harry ruins it. A boy ruins it. Classic. Oh, Harry. So it looks like Harry is now with Nora and that they're trying to shove this in Veronica's face. And it's just like, ick. That's just gross. Yeah, whatever. Bye. So one day on a Saturday, she Veronica runs into Giovanni again. And she realizes how handsome and cheerful he is. Turns out that he sells market, he sells veggies at the markets on Saturdays. And so they joke together and they have a nice little time. Um, And so what this means is that every Saturday, Veronica starts looking forward to going to the market so that she can see Giovanni and give a little flirt with him. And he gives her a bouquet of wildflowers and she tells him because she knows that her name is difficult for him to say, she he can call her Very, which is so cute because that was her dad that called her that. Oh, it's cute. And she's in love. She's like, I love him. 
cute. So, uh, one Saturday, she meets Giovanni at the market, and they end up, like, kind of dancing together, but Mr. Howard, who is the guy there to, like, supervise Giovanni, is like, nah, we can't have any of that. He's been pretty decent about letting them, like... Mm -hmm flirt and stuff but the touching is too much Mm -mm. so they make plans to go to a dance together later that night but he won't be let in because he's a prisoner of war so they're just gonna meet outside and hopefully hear the music through the walls and have cute little dance time so they do this it's very cute um she ends up telling him all about her mom and dad and how they died And he says, quote, and yet you do not cry. So we're, again, we're seeing this, like, very stagnant front of Veronica. And she tells him that. Never heard mm -hmm, of her. Don't know. (laughs) And she tells him that if she started, she'd never stop. So she's very self-aware as well. Um, He kisses her and she decides that she wants him right then and there. Let's go to the shed. Hey. hey. <laughs> I think it's a barn. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A barn. Let's go to the barn. Hey. <laughs> Same thing, really. Okay. We're with Patrick. And he's asking Gav if he looks a tad bit Mediterranean. Italian, even. <laughs> and he says, like, what about my nose? And Gav is like, no, you don't. You don't look <laughs> like that. Patrick realizes that the diaries are getting to him and he's realizing that because he didn't grow up with parents, this new granny thing feels really important to him and he can feel some kinship in the similarities that they've gone through. Though he does try to like downplay his trauma by being like, well, she grew up with them longer, so it must have been worse for her kind of thing, which... yeah don't have to do that it's okay no but he is very self-deprecating right like he is pretty yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um he's convinced that giovanni must be his granddad right anyways but she didn't write anything more about him so he better go and read more (laughs) (laughs) and then we have a little update from terry's penguin blog And she explains that today Veronica and I were followed by a curious little penguin and that nature is taking its course here. There's eggs being laid and chicks are hatching. So it seems like everything is status quo. Cutest. Cutest little baby penguin. Oh, I just want to touch him. I know. Well, well, (laughs) okay, this last chapter. Back with Veronica on Lockett Island. Veronica feels like she fits in with the penguins in a way that she has never fit in with humans, which is cute. Mm -hmm. And it reminds Mm -hmm. her of her past, though. Mm -hmm. She's now wondering about Giovanni and if he's still out there. But she wonders also what it would have been like if they were allowed to stay together. And maybe perhaps the forbidden asset of their relationship kind of added to her infatuation. Veronica's smart. She, like, knows herself well enough to know that that could be a thing, right? Mm -hmm. She also wonders if Giovanni would remember her, and she decides that if he had have wanted her, he would have come back after the war. So, essentially, she's just closing that off. Like, she's like, Mm -hmm. nah, 
She's like, nerp. End of story. Nerp. Yeah. She opens it up and then she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Back in the box. Lock yeah, it up. Exactly. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, She wonders about Patrick now. She's kind of wondering if perhaps maybe she ju- misjudged him a tiny little bit. Maybe. Maybe just a little bit, but maybe not. Maybe not. She's surprised she decided to send him the diaries and that she has entrusted him with her past. Like, she's even surprised by herself. Um, She feels relief that finally she has told somebody, however, and she wonders if he will even read them. Like, she doesn't even know him at this point to be like, will he? Maybe he'll just think it's stupid. Like, who knows? So it seems like more and more penguin chicks are appearing every day, which is absolutely uh adorable and one day i'm just kind of sad but veronica spots one and he is also sooty gray and he's kind of limping and she thinks it seems kind of isolated and afraid and so she asks terry about it and terry says that its parents are probably dead and she says it won't survive long which is probably not the best thing to say to a civilian who's not a scientist right Mm-mm, no <laughs> like, yeah no um so terry tells veronica that it's their policy not to interfere because obviously veronica's like okay well we gotta do something Mm -hmm. and veronica watches the baby and i think she's relating to how lost and lonely he looks based on how that was also her little childhood so she's like super connecting with this baby penguin she tells terry that if they don't save it, she will not appear on her blog anymore. <laughs> oh, ultimatum, baby. And Terry's like, no, Veronica, we can't. We literally can't. Like, it's not, that's mm-hmm. not part of our mandate. That's not and then, in this part. Nope. And then Veronica tries another tactic. She says, well, Terry, don't you think your blog would love a baby penguin? <laughs> and it's at this point it's at this point veronica says that she's very good at getting what she wants because mm-hmm. veronica convinces terry <laughs> <laughs> so terry goes and scoops him up and we find out that he is no smaller than a teacup which is literally not what i was expecting but could you imagine yeah it's so cute and terry says that she'll radio the other two scientists and ask them to meet them at the camp and that hopefully once they see it they won't be able to resist and that's where we end up they're gonna have a pet penguin i mean yeah obviously (laughs) it's gonna be so cute cute yeah so that's how are we how are we feeling about patrick He's redeeming himself. He's redeeming himself? Okay. He's still got some things that he needs to let go of, but okay, yeah, I can see. Um, but trauma, baby. Like he needs to go to therapy. Yeah. If he went to therapy, I think that would help. Yeah. Sure. And Veronica too, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't expecting the diaries to be perfectly honest. I wasn't expecting them to come back into play, like to come into play mm-hmm. in the book. So I don't know what direction this book is going to take. I wonder, do you think that Giovanni is his dad? Grandpa? Grandpa? Yeah. Sorry. Grandpa. Sorry. I don't know. Probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Patrick's going to track him down? For Veronica, mm. and then maybe they'll be in love. 
I didn't even think of that. I thought that Patrick and Terry were going to get together. I know. I was thinking that too, but imagine Patrick does track down Giovanni and he's alive and like something happened. Uh, Yeah. There was a reason why. Maybe Maybe. he did come back for her, but she was gone or something. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm really, 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 really excited about this little penguin. (laughs) What do you think they're going to name him? I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. 32. What about if she named them like after her dad or something? That would be real cute. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess so. Okay, next week read the other part. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, and then we'll talk about penguins. Be cute. Flip Bye. Flop, flip flop. Give it. Oh yeah. That's them sliding on their bellies. On their bellies. Yeah, I imagine they're like, oh my god, it's so fun. I'm totally going so fast. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> Okay, Okay, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.